0: Hello and welcome to this edition of the He Doesn't Waste a Thing podcast. I'm Melissa Zimmerman and I'm so happy that you decided to listen today. On today's podcast, I bring you one of my favorite people. And uh, she started out as my friend. I made her become my sister. And so now she is my sister friend who I will always call if I need to laugh, if I need to uh, be encouraged, if I need to just have fun. Um, She is a simply joy-filled basket of goodness going everywhere she goes and so you can already hear her laughing in the background Um, and that's just how her life is and so uh, today I bring you Jane Zahasky. She is the Women's Pastor and Connections Pastor at Victory Church in Oklahoma City. We had the privilege of working together, actually on two different occasions, because she took a little brief vacation and moved to Iowa for a few years, so we were apart. But we have been reunited again, and so it is my privilege to welcome you to my podcast, Jay. (laughs) Hello. (laughs) Who is laughing before the podcast even starts. And if you know Jane, that's normal. That is normal. Jane and I have had, um, we have been known to pull some shenanigans once in a while.
1: Mm-hmm. How about the day of the eclipse? Remember that day?
0: Oh, tell them. Tell them. Okay, <laughs> last Last year. I Is it last two year? Two I years? I years? a Whenever there was the, you know, total eclipse of the sun.
1: Uh-huh. Go ahead and tell the story, oh, Jane. God. We decided we were going well, we to... We went to lunch. we went to lunch. And then we were trying to play it cool. Like, oh yeah, everyone's making this a big deal. But not us. It's just a regular old day. And then as lunch went on, we decided it was pretty cool. And we needed to... Come up with some glasses, right? Right, we
0: wished we had, we saw people out and about who had their solar eclipse glasses,
1: and we were like, dude, why didn't we get some solar eclipse glasses? So we were thinking we were going to just pull up to some strangers and say, hey, can we borrow your glasses? And we we did. did. Well, we did at that one place, yes. We We did, did. we did. We we
0: found somebody who had solar eclipse glasses on, and we're like, hey, can we borrow your glasses to see? And they ended up... They ended up letting us look at them. And so that was on our lunch hour. We came back to work and come to find out everybody at church had a pair. Yeah. <laughs> Except us.
1: Except us. I don't know why we missed out on that.
0: But we did have fun, you know, co-opting some strangers' solar eclipse <laughs> glasses. <laughs> uh, oh, that's
1: so great. That is
0: the truth. But that's kind of the way we live life, it right? Is,
1: yes. And, uh, yeah. yeah.
0: And so it is so fun. So tell me, um, for people who don't know you, yes, how did you become a pastor at Victory oh, Church? Oh, goodness. Um,
1: well, <laughs> you just set me up on I did one, didn't you? Yes. Okay. So my husband Larry and I, we um, came to Victory Church and uh, we did all, we followed all the rules. We did the first first time guest class and we filled out the card and we joined a group of course it was Melissa's group because she was the one that was like hey hey you guys are new come join our group so we did that and we became friends and then I started volunteering for you yes and um, so not long after that Victory Church opened up their Edmond campus and they ended up hiring me.
0: They hired my best volunteer right out from underneath yep, me. Yep, they did. I'm not bitter <laughs> about that at all after all these years. I was
1: going to say, how many years ago was that? I don't like know. eight years yeah. ago? It was a, long time, was a ago. long time ago.
0: And what was bad was, they. it wasn't that they my problem wasn't that they hired you. That was <laughs> awesome. They just hired you and moved you to a totally different campus. Yes. So we couldn't <laughs> even hang out together anymore because we were at totally different campuses. Yeah. And so, and then you you were up there for several years and yeah. then you and your husband moved back to your uh-huh. home uh family hometown of uh, in iowa. ogden iowa yes that's
1: right and yep. uh, you stayed there for a few years and and yes God just made you come back. I know. He does. And, you know, we've learned through that process to never say never. Because (laughs) we moved down here, and we're like, we'll never move back to Iowa. And I bet we said that a thousand times. And then we moved back to Iowa. And then we're in Iowa, and we're like, we'll never move back to Oklahoma. And here we are again. Here we are. Well,
0: I'm just trusting the Lord that he will... answer yeah. my prayers to never move you away again because that's fun so jane does uh, if, if you do any of my women's conferences a lot of times jane comes yes. and and uh she started out being the MC <laughs> of our of some of my women's conferences now she yeah. just teaches at them yeah. and, and oh,
1: they're uh, always so fun
0: they are fun we have a lot of good times together yes. so what is it what is it like what is it like in the world being be in a female pastor mm. um
1: yeah that's interesting in, in fact i was just um listening to a a podcast and it she was like the lady was introducing her friend pastor alex and she was carrying on about pastor alex is coming to speak and it was a woman all right and i thought oh isn't that funny i think she purposely was like just setting it up because it's just in our world today you just automatically think well it will be a guy right right? Mm -hmm. um so it was refreshing when um, Pastor Alex started talking, and it was a woman. So, um, but I think that's kind of the the norm. Everyone just assumes, or assumes like, oh, you must be married to a pastor, right? And, and so that's why they call you Pastor Pastor mm-hmm. Jane or whatever. So um, it is interesting. Sometimes you have to do some explaining when you say uh, when, like, if I introduce myself as Pastor Jane, I have to explain, right? Or you know, well, I oversee the women's ministry. So then, oh, well, then that makes sense, right? You know? Right. So. And it,
0: it is, you know, there. It's it's much better than it used to be years ago. Mm-hmm. Years, but it is it is still a place where there is much room for advancement. Yeah. Um. And and we're not um, men bashers at all. Oh no. And we just want to empower everybody to do whatever God's called them to do. Yeah. And yep. so I think that that's super important. Um, let's talk a little bit about year just walk as a Christ follower. Mm-hmm. What is, what is something that you think is a vital part of being a Christ follower?
1: Oh, knowing God's word. All um, right. Yeah. So this year, especially, well, 2019 leading up to this year, um, that's when God really opened my eyes to it. Like I really, really need to know in my heart what his word says. Mm-hmm. Like instead of hearing and just listening to other people's um, thoughts or opinions of what the Bible says actually learning it and having him speak to me and my heart what it says and what his truths really are um, so that to me is very important I want everyone to be able to pick up the Bible and to read it to understand it to, um so they can't can um, just have it imprinted on their heart
0: right I think that that's really important I think that for a lot of people they don't develop the habit and yeah. the custom of picking up their Bible and reading every day yeah. or they they read because it's the right thing to do but they don't actually like let it come alive in yes. who they are so can you tell me yeah. a story about how when you read the word and something just like totally left off the page or yes. totally came alive to you what is a rhema word that God's given you
1: oh gosh okay so what really happened um, so I mean I would read the Bible and like other people like I felt like I was just reading it to read like okay I'm just going to read it to say oh I read through the Bible this year Uh Um, but I actually went to a class it's called orality and so it's storytelling it's telling the Bible stories but telling it without adding any um, any anything outside of what the true story is so like to say well Jesus must have felt you know, embarrassed or Jesus must have felt this way during this story without any of that, just telling the story and the story just came alive for me. Um, And so that I went to that class in December of 2018 and um, it was on a Saturday and I came home Picked up my Bible and started reading it from Genesis and just kept reading 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 and it like just came alive to me It was like I was reading like when you're watching TV in black and white to now full-blown color It was high def color easy. Yes. Yeah, it just changed my world Um, so that That's what happened to me.
0: Um, and, the, and the truth was you'd been reading the Bible for a long time. Yeah. It wasn't like it was a new... You didn't just like, right. oh, I'd only been reading the Bible for two weeks and then... No. Yes. But, and I think that that's true. You know, I grew up in a church where reading the Bible was important, mm-hmm. but I didn't ever have anybody tell me that I, read, I would read the Bible to understand. Right. So I would read yeah. and I would highlight and I would do all of this stuff, but never... Um, had any comprehension of really what I was reading. It made very little sense to me whatsoever. Yeah, yeah. And uh, But I remember when I began to read to understand. Mm-hmm. And I love yeah. the intentionality of the word yeah. and how how God has used the whole Old Testament to, to be oh, the precursor yes. to say, hey, by the way, Jesus is coming, you guys, yes. right? And how everything, there's so much... Uh, there's so much, like, just symbolism in everything, mm-hmm. you know, like, how does, I, I remember doing a study that Chuck, uh, Chuck Missler, who's one of my favorite Bible mm-hmm. teachers, wrote on on the, the 17 ways that manna represents the foretelling oh of Christ and the Holy Spirit, yeah. and I'm just like, oh my gosh, yes. it's so deep. I love that. It is so deep, and I think, I love connecting dots in the Bible. Mm-hmm. Where something from, you know, Samuel relates back to something in in Exodus or whatever. And it's the the intentionality of the word. How would you encourage people to really fall in love with the word? What would you say to somebody?
1: Oh, well, for me, one of the first things, it was actually that first conference, I think, that I did with you. And as a gift, you gave me one of those journaling Bibles. Uh And that was the first time that I felt... Kind of allowed to write in my Bible and that opened up new doors for me so um, just being able to get comfortable open up your Bible and really get to know your Bible write in it take notes circle something highlight it whatever because that that helped me um, just getting into where the, that Bible is yours right God can speak to you individually with the Bible right um, Gosh, I wanted to say that so bad. I forgot your question. <laughs> how is she,
0: how, this is our life. This is really, this is real life with Jane and Melissa. And in a minute, we're going to ruin it all back in here in a second. <laughs> Uh, my question was, how do you help somebody oh, learn yeah. to read the Bible to understand?
1: Yes, yes. Oh, so I would say get a Bible that you can read and and circle and draw in and, and write stuff. And then take notes. Like if you read a word and you don't know what it means, stop and take time to look it up. Mm-hmm. Um, and rather than just read it and read it and be like, well, I didn't really understand that at all. But I'm reading it. Um, so just taking the time. Um, have a journal with you, take notes, and yeah, just really dig in.
0: Yeah, That's I remember oh, several years ago I've, I've read, the, you know, have a practice of reading the Bible through in a year or whatever, and so I was starting in January, yeah. and and here I am in Genesis, and it's talking about you know the firmament uh, and and God's creating the world, you know, yeah. and all of this stuff, and I've always. Thought when I think firmament, I always think like terra firma, like the ground, uh, right? Hey, you know, yeah. it's it's the ground. And for some reason, just uh, Holy Spirit inspired me to to do some research into firmament. It yeah. is not ground. <laughs> it is the water between the waters. I mean, like it is the weirdest thing. It has nothing to do with dirt or or the ground or yeah. the earth. And I probably oh, went honey. chasing down that rabbit trail for probably an hour and a half that oh, morning. Yeah. And I'm like, well, there went my calendar. Like now yeah. I'm behind. <laughs> yeah, you know, I'm ar- behind. It's, it's early in the year and I'm already behind on my day. And I remember very clearly God spoke to me to that day and he said, I'd rather you chase one rabbit trail for a month yeah. than to stay on your designated reading plan. Yes, you absolutely. Know? And I think yep. that's the beautiful part about the word. Yeah. And the beautiful part about this, you can read it every day yeah. and see something you've never seen before. Right. Um, yep. i know i read the bible and i'll be like my husband and i read it together sometimes and uh or we'll be we generally read in the same place mm-hmm. and uh, and he'll say did you see where it said blah blah and i'm like yes i've never seen that before you know <laughs> but i've read the whole like, bible through and yeah. i know like i've read every actually every verse and yeah. and i'm like i know i've read it before but it just never made sense because yeah. it's the living word of god
1: absolutely
0: it absolutely is so that is a really cool thing what is your favorite thing about being a christ follower
1: Oh gosh, I'm really enjoying his peace. Like I don't have to worry. I don't have to stress about things. Just to lay all that at his feet and just being in his presence and just um just enjoying his peace.
0: Okay. That's yeah. You have been walking through a health challenge. Yeah. Let's can we talk about that? Sure. Okay. So uh tell us a little bit about what's been going on with your body. Yeah. Because first, mm-hmm. let me give a precursor. Okay. Uh, Jane is exercise oriented. Mm-hmm. You know, she she's always taught exercise classes or been a part of exercise. But she's always encouraged me walk, Melissa, walk, walk, mm-hmm. walk. You know, and eat and, and she you know she just has been conscious of the health of her body for a long time. Mm-hmm. And so when you when you found yourself in a place of having kind of a health crisis um things changed a little bit so talk a little bit about that
1: yeah so it's been quite a season um so even a couple weeks before all this was taking place with my body i had a big birthday and so i kind of was like stressing out about that knowing that i shouldn't stress but you know it was in the back of my mind and it would creep up every now and then then uh, so had the birthday got through that just fine and then i'm like oh that's easy no problem Then had a big um, conference here at the church, and then that next week I found that my hip was hurting and I couldn't walk very well, and I just was in a lot of pain. Um, Then we made a trip up to Iowa, so nine hours in the truck one way, stayed there two days, drove back another nine hours, and I think that just kind of put me over the edge of there's really something wrong with my hip. I kept calling up my hip and all this and um, ended, ended up getting an MRI and um, found a two bulge discs and a herniated disc going on in my lumbar spine. And it just, it really slowed me down. Um, but when I got that report, it was a two-page report and I'm, You know, I don't really go to the doctor a lot anyway, so in the back of my mind, I'm like... What if I get somebody else's results? You know, there's this mix-up or whatever. So I opened up the the little PDF that they emailed to me of my report, and the it said like subject or whatever, and it, it said fifty year old female complaining of low back hip pain, and I'm like, oh, see, I did get somebody else's, and I'm like, oh wait, that's me. I'm the fifty year old female. No. Yeah. So anyway, um, so, <laughs> but. Um, um so anyway yeah i've had i've had those crazy steroid shots right in my spine i've had three of those now um i'm just like i found that one day the first the day i had my first shot um It was a Friday. I just went that morning. It was rainy. It was just a cold gloomy day. I came home. I sat on the couch the whole rest of the day, basically feeling sorry for myself. Like, what is going on? (laughs) It was awful. But the the next day, the sun came out, you know, I'm like, okay, Jane, this isn't so bad. Let's, you know, Let's just see, God, what is this? Well, I feel like this is a time that I can slow down and and maybe I need to. Like, maybe what is it that you're trying to tell me? Like, do I need to read more? What? Where are you guiding me and all this? So um, I'm still really seeking what he has for me during this kind of season where I'm just like, God, like, I I, I don't have health issues. What is this? You know? So, um so it's been it's been an interesting couple months.
0: So Yeah. But I think We're we said there. something really powerful in that. And I think and one of the things that I really have admired about you as you've walked through this is instead of, you know you could have stayed on the couch.
1: I could have, yeah very have, easily. <laughs> and you could have
0: you could have felt sorry for yourself yeah. and you could have been discouraged and you could yeah. have been, you know, lost the the joy that is Jane, mm-hmm. and um, and really gave into the pain and the diagnosis and all of that. But what you did was you embraced like God. What do you what mm-hmm. I, what can I learn about you in this process? Yeah. Like how yeah. can this push me deeper into who you are? Yeah. And yeah. and I think that's a powerful. Uh, place when you find yourself in unexpected, mm-hmm. you know, health crisis or whatever that is. Like God, what am I learning in this? Like exactly. I'm gonna, yeah. I'm gonna find out something about you that I don't know here. Right. And uh, and and that's one of my kind of life mantras. Jane's been around me long enough to know that I say that all the time. You know, mm-hmm. God's not afraid of our hard times because in those places yeah. we learn something about Him we wouldn't learn any other way. Right. And and I love that you use that as your time, that kind of that inspiration to say, no, it's a time to go deeper in the Lord. It's mm-hmm. not. A time mm-hmm. to sit down on the sidelines and take a break right so that's a really powerful thing so yeah. hey you know what thanks for joining me can you believe it's almost <laughs> you, over you
1: said it you yeah. said we're gonna get there you're gonna be like what that went so fast yeah
0: so um <laughs> i want to um i will always like to end my um Conversations with people with some fun questions, and okay. and we're going to do that in just a minute. But okay. you know what? Uh, I also want to invite you, the listener. Uh, if you are interested in having a fun and gregarious and amazing speaker come and speak to your congregation, to your women's department, to any to your church, uh, if you are um, looking for a women's mentor, man, Jane is an amazing person. And so I'm going to put all of your contact information, your email, your uh, mm-hmm. office number, stuff like that, in yeah. the in the uh, show notes. So. People can get a hold of you if they want to, because awesome. uh, trust me, women's directors out there, women's pastors out there, uh, Jane is an amazing person, and you want to bring her to your church. Uh, you want to bring her to your organization or whatever. So uh, she is happy to come and do that. Mm-hmm. Am I correct? Yes. I okay. would love that. All right. So uh, now we're going to do our rapid fire questions. Okay. You, you, you've I'm heard ready. my podcast, yep. so you yep. kind of know. I'm ready. Okay. So who is the person that's teaching you the most about God right now? You. <laughs> I didn't pay her to say that or anything. <laughs> That's why I love her.
1: <laughs> Besides me, who's oh, teaching. Besides you. <laughs> um actually I think God is. I mean he really has me in my Bible and um yeah, just really digging in.
0: Okay. Yeah. Um, what is a perfect Friday night?
1: Oh, uh, relaxing. My husband now has our uh, real wood stove or not stove. Wood fireplace going in our in our house that we moved to earlier this year or last year and um so yeah, it's just hanging out with my husband on the couch and our two dogs with the fire and She relaxing. does have two
0: dogs. She has Arthur and Zeke. Yeah. And they they are just like Jane. They're super fun. <laughs> um are you coffee or tea?
1: Uh, tea, but I have been drinking some coffee. No, I how know. did I not know this I about know. you? But it's really, I'm drinking creamer with some coffee. <laughs> That's what it is. That's really what it is. So. It's really some flavored foo-foo with,
0: <laughs> yes. a, with coffee in it, so you can say it's coffee. Yes. She'll grow yes. up to be a big girl one day and have real coffee. But <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, but you like tea. Tea is yes. yes. your, fri- tea's your yes. go-to. Yes, it
1: is. And
0: uh, hot tea. Hot tea is her go-to. Um, what is... Favorite joke?
1: <laughs> what? <laughs> I haven't thought about this in a while. I hope I get it right. What is brown and sticky?
0: What is brown and sticky? Uh huh. I don't know. A stick.
1: <laughs> <laughs> all right, but I'm and She is here all week, y'all.
0: <laughs> That's super funny. Do you um? Do you have a movie that you watch over and over that you can actually quote a line to?
1: Oh gosh. Uh, uh, no, no. Although, uh, you know, we've had Christmas here lately, so that elf, elf is I really like elf. I don't know if I can tell you a line though, but um, yeah,
0: elf. Well, okay, I guess. Well, there you go.
1: <laughs> See, a lot of times I'll ask my friends,
0: "What is your favorite kitchen gadget?" Oh, <laughs> and you knew better than. And have you know what? But me. I knew that you would probably say Larry. <laughs> her husband. He's her favorite kitchen gadget.
1: (laughs) Yes. Yeah, I don't do a lot of cooking.
0: (laughs) That's super funny. Do you have a life verse?
1: Uh, Oh, I think Ephesians 3.20 has been the one that has always stuck with me from the very beginning. And what does Ephesians 3.20 say? Oh, the one about being... Uh, what's the word? How do, It's the amplified version that I always like. And because, you know, there's lots of words. Actually, because my first Bible was a Joyce Meyer Amplified Bible. Amplified Bible. I'm like, oh, I have that one at I home, by love the way. All those words. Yeah. Oh, it's the one that says um, that you can do super abundantly more than what you um, think you can. Yeah. You know. yeah. But, yeah. And God can, can do more
0: than you can hope, think, or ask. Yes. yes that's, that's one of my favorite Bible verses, too. Um <clears throat> So my last question is always the same. If you could say one thing and one thing only to make Jesus famous, what would you say?
1: Oh, ah, to make him famous, that he is enough. He is enough. He is enough. Oh, that's so powerful in every really situation is. everything in with, everything without fail enough. without fail he's always enough yes i love
0: that that is super powerful well thanks for hanging out with me today yeah, um thanks for being on my fun. podcast we're going to go get we should go get coffee or something yeah. but anyway um <laughs> Or tea. Or tea. Well,
1: or, or some creamer with a little <laughs> coffee.
0: That's what we do sometimes. So, well, thanks to Jane Zahaski for hanging out with me. She is um, not only my best, one of my best friends, but she is also uh, an amazing follower and lover of Christ. And it is such a privilege to have her on my podcast today. So uh, now that we're at the end of the podcast, it's time for me to ask you to do those three little tiny favors that I ask for. They seem tiny, but they're giant to me. So first of all, if you haven't already, and maybe you're a new listener, would you just hit that subscribe button on your podcast? And Um, That way all of the newest episodes will be up in your feed and you'll get to meet some more of my amazing friends uh, and people who have come into my life. Also, would you go to iTunes and give us a five star rating that helps our podcast bubble up to the top? So that would be really helpful. And finally, and most importantly, would you share this podcast with your friends and invite them to come and listen and meet the amazing people that God's put in my life? That would be cool for them. You'd be doing them a great favor in me one too. And so thank you for joining me today. And remember, until we meet again, he doesn't waste a thing.